0: Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of Scary Stories for the Soul, and Happy Halloween! By the gods, I swear that I have been waiting for this day all year long. There is nothing I love more than celebrating Halloween with a good scary story. But back when Halloween was known as Samhain, the people who celebrated weren't afraid of Michael Myers or Samara from The Ring. They were afraid of the things that went bump in the night, the creatures that dwelled within the darkness of the forest, the fae folk and nymphs and spirits that roamed the world. So, here to contribute to your Halloween horror festivities, we're taking it back, 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 back to a time when fairy tales were not so happy and not so sweet, Scary Stories for the Soul proudly presents on this Halloween night, the Night of Mare. Once upon a time, there was a large house that rested on the outskirts of a small village named Blackwood which skimmed the shadows of a dark forest. The house had two large windows and the paint was old and peeling so it was impossible to tell what color it used to be. Now the house looked like an old tombstone. The roof was balding and no grass grew on the lawn behind the broken fence. The only thing that ever looked new was the bright red door in the middle of the house. It tempted people to come closer and step inside, but no one was brave enough to do so. No matter how strange or scary the old house might have looked, everyone in Blackwood knew that the scariest part about the house was the man who lived inside. His name Was Mare, and everyone thought he was odd. Built like a giant crane, he had impossibly long arms and legs that made every step he took look awkward. He had a sharp nose and eyes that looked like lumps of coal. Everyone was afraid of his cold, black stare, and when he walked, His long ebony hair flew behind him like a cape. His skin was pale, and under the moonlight it seemed to shine with a ghastly glow. Mare spoke to no one, and no one spoke to him. But that didn't stop people's imaginations from running wild. The stories surrounding Mare were baffling. The elderly women in the village believed that he was a vampire because he almost always emerged from his home when the moonlight began to stream through the trees and so they warned the children never to play after dark. The men who worked in the fields swore he could turn into a giant crow and fly over the village with his strong black wings. The stories went on and on, creating a cloud of mystery and fear around Mare. The one story that everyone could agree on was that Mare was some sort of demon, a ghostly man with a connection to the monsters and creatures that lurked inside of Blackwood Forest. So they avoided him at all costs. No one spoke to him. The children weren't allowed near him, and he had no friends. Mare was alone. The truth of the matter was that Mare was just as normal as any other man in Blackwood, except for the fact that he had some unusual friends. At a young age, he realized he wasn't scared of the forest that skimmed his childhood home like everyone else was. On the other hand, he was quite fond of the howling spirits and small creatures that perched themselves on his bedroom window at night. His parents died when he was a kid, leaving him alone at a time when he needed them the most. And while no one in the village took Mare in, They took turns checking in on him and bringing him food. He wasn't like the other kids his age. He almost never spoke. He never went out and played outside. And when he did leave his home, he spent his days peeking into the forest. The adults didn't know what to make of him. So they were happy to keep their distance. Because of this, Mare came to realize that the monsters of the forest were better friends and companions than the people of Blackwood. Mare learned to make friends with those that the village were happy to leave behind in the shadows. During the day, he would walk around the edge of the forest, running his hands along the black tree trunks, giggling as the spirits that lived inside touched his fingers Were occasionally nibbled on his hand. At night, he left them special treats, like toys made from straw, or little cakes and cookies that he had taught himself how to make. In return, the forest dwellers took care of Mare. They taught him games, played with him, and sang him to sleep on nights when he missed his parents. They taught him how to read and write and have to paint pretty pictures in the dirt behind his home. The most important thing that they did for Mare, however, was be his friend. Although everyone in Blackwood was scared of the things that roamed in the forest, the spirits and creatures were always kind and nurturing to Mare. They never hurt him or betrayed him or left him alone to fend for himself. They also scared off all the mean children that tried to pick on him. The children of the village knew that their parents didn't like Mare. That they thought he was weird and dangerous to be around. Because of this, whenever they saw him, they made it their mission to pick on him. So that they could prove their bravery. One day, A group of older boys tried to pick on Mare while he was taking a walk along the forest tree line. The sun was just starting to set when they began pushing him and calling him names. Weirdo! One boy shouted at him while the other poked him with twigs. Mare kept his eyes down, hot tears rolling down his cheek. As the last rays of the sunlight disappeared the boys heard a low growling sound coming from behind Mare, from inside the forest, but it was too dark to see what it was. As the boys began to slowly back away they saw red eyes begin to pop up from the darkness staring back at them. The growling got louder and louder, until arms sprang out from the trees and tried to grab at the boys. When the children ran home and told their parents what had happened, they came to the conclusion that Mare must have been controlling the monsters in some way. Rumors began to spread around that, although he was a child, Mare had an unearthly control over the things that lived inside of Blackwood Forest. His friendship with them was something terrible and unnatural, something that he could use to hurt the other children if he ever wanted to. After that night, nobody spoke to Mare. Nobody went to check on him. Nobody cared. Unless they were dropping off food, the people of Blackwood ignored Mare as though he was some sort of sick animal that everyone was too scared to touch. It was then that Mary realized that those people didn't care for him. Blackwood was his home and nobody was going to drive him away but it made him sad to think that nobody there loved him. Eventually that sadness turned to anger and when Mary grew up and became a man he stopped caring about them altogether. His nighttime friends had stayed with him His entire life, they were his family. And they were all he needed. One special day, a young woman named Clara moved to Blackwood Village. She was immediately welcomed with open arms. She was a kind soul with the gentlest touch that any mother had ever seen. And the young men of the village thought she was beautiful her long golden hair and round green eyes. Blackwood was new and foreign to her, so she spent her days walking around the village square, taking in all the small houses, the flowers that bloomed in the fields, and the dark and strange forest around them. On one of her walks, she came across an old and graying house with a large red door she thought it was abandoned but then she saw a thin young man with long black hair staring back at her from one of the windows she walked past the strange old house but her curiosity was already making her wish she could go back immediately after that moment Clara was bombarded with stories about Mare the man living inside the house Everyone seemed to know an awful lot about this peculiar man, although no one had ever spoken to him. For hours, Clara listened to rumor after rumor. Everyone had a story to tell for every age of Mare's life. He was a vampire, a werewolf, and a demon. The most recent rumor was that Mare had actually died a long time ago and that the man living in the decrepit house was a ghost. Clara began to realize that no one really knew Mare. They only knew the stories and the legends that they had made up themselves. Was he really that terrifying? Or were all those stories made up because they were afraid of someone they didn't understand? following morning, Mare was surprised to hear a knock at his front door. At first he thought he was hearing things, but then the noise came again and again, until he finally got up and answered the door. It was the newcomer he had seen walking around, but what was she doing there? Hello, my name is Clara she said in a friendly voice. Hello, he replied hesitantly. I was wondering if you would like to take a walk with me, she asked. Her green eyes were staring right at Mare, a big smile on her face. I'm trying to get to know everyone in the village, and you seem to be the only person I haven't spoken to, she continued on. Mare stared at her for a moment and then said no and closed the door. He didn't know what Clara was trying to do. Maybe she was trying to prove that she was brave enough to go speak to him, but what he did know was that he was not going to be made a fool of by those people again. The following day, Clara went to Mare's house again this time more determined than ever. She knocked and knocked and knocked on the door until Mare finally opened it and said, I am not interested in being a part of your games, miss. Now if you would please leave me be, we can both move on with our days. Clara didn't budge. Look, mister... My name is Mare. Mare, she continued, I was just hoping to talk to you. I don't have many friends here, and from the looks of it, neither do you. I was just hoping we could be friends. Clara was about to leave when Mar said, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude. Thank you for the gesture, but... I would just like to be left alone." Clara smiled at him and nodded. They shook hands and when Clara left, Mare went back to sit in his chair and think about the strange new girl. That night while Mare was trying to sleep, his friends went to visit him. Mare laid awake for hours talking to them about Clara And how she had been the first real person in a very long time to be nice to him. He didn't know whether or not to trust her. But then he had no reason not to trust her. She was new to Blackwood. She wasn't there when everyone chose to abandon him. Or when the children would pick on him and call him names. While their parents watched and silently blamed him. Maybe this was his chance to make some... Real friends this could be good one of the trolls at his window said friend friend she could be our friend too mayor smiled as the trolls danced around the room and the spirits smiled down at him from his ceiling as he fell asleep mayor made up his mind if he saw Clara again he would invite her for a walk down by the trees. Sure enough, the following morning, Clara was at his door again, knocking with her large smile and sparkling green eyes. She was surprised when Mare opened the door, but her smile never wavered. Would you like to go for a walk with me? He asked. Of course, she replied. Mare and Clara spent the day walking around the village, talking and reminiscing about old memories. Everyone stared and gawked at them, but Clara didn't seem to mind or care. She just kept on walking. When they finally sat near the forest trees, she looked out at all the staring faces and waved at the villagers who had stopped to look at them. For the first time in his life, Mare felt like he had made a friend. For the next few days, Mare and Clara took their afternoon walks, talking and sharing stories about their childhoods. Clara told him about the traveling that she had done after her parents had passed away. In return, Mare had told her the truth about the rumors that people talked about him. He was an evil, or in control of any spirits of mayhem. The odd creatures of the forest were his friends, and although they scared the others, they were nice to him, and had cared for him when no one else had. Clara realized that the people of Blackwood had gotten Mare all wrong. He was a shy, quiet, and nice young man, who had done the best he could to survive in a place where nobody wanted him. Thank you, Mare said one night after Clara had walked him to his door. For what, she replied. For being my friend, he said shyly. Please don't thank me, she said. You're my friend too. As nighttime came and all of Blackwood fell asleep, two boys were out in front of Clara's house near the town square, playing with a small fire that they had built. As they jumped over the flames and threw sticks in to make it grow higher, the fire grew out of control. Frightened by what they had done, the boys ran back to their homes, leaving the fire unattended. As it spread over into Clara's home, the smoke from the now enormous flames started to blacken the sky. From across the village, Mare smelled the smoke from inside his room. When he opened his door and realized where the fire was coming from, he ran to it as fast as he could. When Mare got inside he was instantly blinded by the thick smoke. He swung his arms around, stumbling over furniture, as he tried to make his way through. Help, Clara shouted from somewhere inside the house. The smoke burned his eyes, but he continued to follow the sound of her voice. Help, she shouted again. Mare pushed on following the sound of Clara's voice until he finally found her pinned behind a dresser that had toppled over. Mare carefully made his way over to her until their hands met in the smoke. He gripped onto it tightly and led Clara through the blaze. Suddenly, a crash was heard from a window nearby and a gust of air came blowing through the home the flames became incredibly violent, and Clara and Mare looked at each other one last time before an explosion rang out and tore them apart. The boom rang throughout the village, and Mare was thrown through the front door, landing on Clara's once beautiful yard. The people of the village watched the blaze, Not a single man or woman tried to help extinguish the flames, and no one came forward when they saw Mare's burned body. When he was finally able to open his eyes, Mare turned and watched as Clara's house burned to the ground. Help! He croaked with his back to the spectators behind him. Help! Help! He cried frantically. His voice sounded like he had swallowed fire, and it burned every time he spoke, but he didn't care. Clara was still inside. There was still a way to save her, he knew it. Clara, she's still inside. I have to save her. You have to help me. Please, please, I'm begging you, please, he cried out. When he turned around, the people of Blackwood were horrified By what they saw, Mare's body was so badly burned that patches of his skin were charred black while the rest of him was nothing but exposed muscle. His eyes burned bright red, and his hair was singed and cut. His clothes were burned, and the more he spoke, the more his lungs ached. At first, the world was quiet. And as he stared at the villagers, a rock flew through the air, hitting Mare in the forehead and knocking him backwards. Monster! Someone from the crowd called out. Then the shouting began. Devil! He did this! He killed Clara! You ruthless monster! Mare shielded his injured body from the rocks and the stones that the villagers threw at him. Clara was still trapped inside. Didn't they care? She was alive. He knew she was. Why wouldn't they help him save her? All they cared about was punishing him for a crime he didn't commit. How could they do this? In the midst of all the chaos, Mare cried out silencing everyone around him you call me a monster he asked with angry tears in his eyes you're the monsters i ran inside to try and save her and what did you all do nothing you watched as clara's home burned to the ground with her inside of it and you did nothing to help her A howling wind ripped through Blackwood as Mare stood there, a terrible smile spreading across his face. You want me to be a monster? He said, staring at the people. I will be your monster. And with those last words. Mare ran into the darkness of Blackwood Forest. That night, Mare gathered the spirits and creatures that he had called his friends around him. He was going to show them all what a monster really was. He was tired of getting his heart broken time and time again by those people. His whole life he had wanted nothing more than a friend And when he finally found one, someone that liked him for who he was, she was taken away. Together, the spirits of the forest transformed Mare into a force to be reckoned with. Mare gave up all the kindness he had left in his soul and in exchange, he acquired the power to show people the darkness that they held within themselves. He would travel through the mirrors of Blackwood and show them all how ugly they actually were, for a person's true beauty was seen through the kindness that they showed others. His eyes stayed the same blazing red from the fire and his hair grew darker than the night sky above. His ghostly pale skin grew tight over his sharp bones and a wide, horrible smile spread across his face, exposing rows of sharp yellow teeth. His black clothing made him almost invisible in the darkness of the forest. Mare stretched his arms as he felt the dark energy running through his body. When the transformation was complete, He walked towards the village until he was at the forest's edge. He watched and waited as people walked back into their homes. Watch out, he said with a terrifying laugh. The following morning, the boys confessed to what they had done when they saw Clara's home burned down. Everyone's thoughts immediately went to Mare and the horrible promise that he had made the night before. Clara's body was laid to rest with the rest of her family in the little cemetery that stood on the other side of the village. People went and decorated it with flowers and candles, but a strong wind swept through and blew it all away. Beautiful white roses bloomed from the grass where her body rested. Somehow, the people of Blackwood knew it was Mare, paying his last respects to the only friend that he had ever had. A year went by, and the people of Blackwood forgot about Mare, although his home was left untouched, as people still refused to go near it. Then, on the anniversary of Clara's death, Mare appeared in the mirror of one of the men who had refused to help him on that dreadful night. The man was getting ready to go to sleep when he looked into the mirror and screamed at his reflection. The skin on his face was gray and falling off in thin strips, exposing the pink muscles underneath it. His eyes were sunken in and somehow he could smell the stench of his own rotting flesh. He opened his horrible, peeling mouth to scream, but Mare appeared in the mirror, a terrible smile on his face. This, he said, this. Is what you truly look like this is the person that you are on the inside ugly a monster and with a booming laugh mayor disappeared from the mirror just as the house burst into flames Outside, the people of Blackwood gathered around and tried to put out the fire, but there was no hope. The house was nothing but rubble in a matter of minutes. Hellfire, the people said. Although they managed to pull the men out in time, they didn't know what to do. Throughout the village, a laughter could be heard, high and hysterical coming from the woods through ragged breaths the man said that Mare had been the one to start the fire he had come back to make good on his promise of vengeance on the people who had mistreated him and left Clara for dead so it was decided that every year on the day of Clara's death the mirrors from every home in Blackwood would be removed. They would be thrown away, destroyed, or covered, so that Mare would have no way of terrorizing them. For years, the tradition worked, but every once in a while, someone would make the mistake of taking it all as a silly superstition, and Mare would appear again. Sometimes he would set the houses on fire and other times he would take pleasure in terrorizing that person until nothing was left of them but a hollow shell, a human who had lost all will to live. Mare watched Blackwood from the depths of the forest, always waiting for that fateful night when he could walk amongst the mirrors. He and his friends also planned ways to scare and torment the villagers all year long. But he spent most of his time tending to Clara's grave, ensuring that the roses that bloomed there never died or wilted away. He never forgot about his friend, The strange, smiley girl who had befriended him and taken a chance to speak to him when no one else would. Whenever he missed her, he would visit the grave at night and assure Clara that he would avenge her. The people of Blackwood would never be free of him. That. Was his promise to her. It's finally Halloween. So I hope everyone's gonna be out there having fun, trick-or-treating, watching scary movies, or listening in to your favorite spooky podcast. Tune in to new episodes on Spotify, Anchor, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don't forget to follow Scary Stories for the Soul on Instagram and Twitter, and read the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you have any legends, myths, or ghost stories you want to see covered on the show, email your ideas to scarystoriesforthesoul2020 at gmail.com. Be safe out there tonight, and happy birthday to my little brother. This has been Isabel Cortez. Until next time.